There once was a man who ate a bat, then he started coughing, and that was that. Now Wuhan town's where he was at, and then we couldn't go shopping. Soon may the vaccine come, two days in bed, and my arm's gone numb, but stuck with your family's much less fun, can't see it ever stopping. I washed my hands till they were sore, still need to touch my face some more, bought all the toilet roll at the store, cause I went slightly crazy. Soon may the vaccine come, two days in bed, and my arm's gone numb, but stuck with your family's much less fun, just staring out the window. Hello and good evening. My name is Josh, I'm joined as always by Aaron Bob. We're the folks here to find the method of the madness. Reason in the unreasonable makes sense out of nonsense because this is... Okay, hear me out. Aaron Bob, how y'all doing this evening? <laughs> How'd you guys like that one? <laughs> uh, it was actually pretty self-aware, at least. Because, like, at least he understood that buying up all the toilet paper was fucking retarded. And <laughs> I also, I, it just struck me immediately, like, there's still people out there that really do believe that the coronavirus that doesn't kill anybody but old fat people, you know, who were immortal before, uh, they they think that it started because a guy ate a bat. They still yeah. think that. So like, there's still people that think that. And then that's exactly how the fucking uh, AIDS thing started. Remember, it was AIDS was a guy had sex with a monkey, and that's where AIDS uh, that's came still from. Kind of the official story. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Trust the science, guys. Trust the science. Aaron's like, here we go again. <laughs> I think the worst part about that song in particular was just like how uh, calculated it was to like not offend anyone. Like with your example with like the eating of the bat, it's like, oh yeah, the the original story that no one would ever bitch about. Okay, let's go with that oh, one. How funny! Yeah, it, it it was pretty low effort in its um in its design to like actually be catchy and and witty. I guess. I just. I can't believe people still believe that, though. It's fucking insane. <laughs> I, I just hope that this convinced uh, at least one person and not that audience uh, to get vaccinated. Yes, yeah. Just, ki just kidding. They wouldn't have let anyone into the concert all who wasn't vaccinated. <laughs> Remember, kids, don't be knuckle deep in monkey pussy while you're uh, fucking eating <laughs> bat soup. Because those are real situations. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to call in and tell Aaron how dumb he is for not fucking a, a monkey, you, you can reach us at one eight thirty three six 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 zero nine eleven. That's one eight three three six 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 zero nine one one. Yeah, I fucked that one up. Finally, your third strike, you bitch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I think this is my turn next next episode. You can also reach Fire. us at OKHMO at PirateRadio.social. Fuck I'm you. with us. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. Um, where did we leave off on the Millennial Kingdom thing last time? Just wanna, just wanna throw that out there. Um, it was mostly just like uh, a consensus on dumb people from like 
the middle ages basically like rewrote the the timeline and like stretched things out and changed the time basically okay it's just like the mid the dark ages didn't exist kind of thing that i was yeah going over. yeah you gave biblical and, references and then kind of an explanation of how it took place and and that was kind of it got it so <laughs> i wanted to bring up something this will tie into the millennial kingdom but it won't seem like it does at first or just at least my view of how our history potentially might have been or how we don't know anything about our history basically um do you guys know what a lichtenberg figure is uh i can't say that i do no i've looked it up once before but i completely forget what what is it it's basically these like uh it's a pretty fractal pattern you see a lot in nature um but it's when you put an electric charge through like wood it'll burn yeah it'll burn like this figure that looks kind of like lightning bolts or veins or like kind of actually looks like uh mostly like your lungs. Like the little branches yes, yeah, in your exactly. lungs. Looks very much yeah, like okay. that. Yep, you told so, me about this like a couple weeks ago. Mm. The reason I bring that up is if you look at our topography of like every mountain range or every river on the whole planet. It also looks exactly like Lichtenberg figures. Um, now, so if we just go go to show clips, we'll we'll post a lot of these. This is going to be visual for Bob and Josh. While I kind of like, I just want to get their opinion for like how they see the sim- similarities. But so, how do you guys see the similarities? And if you go to show clips, there's like uh, up at the top here. Here's a topography of a river. And then there's also a guy that was struck by lightning, and that's the scar on his back. So how my my first takeaway from this is that it uh, immediately disproves the Paul Bunyan theory, but lends credence to the uh, Zeus struck um, a block of stone with a lightning bolt and created mountains theory. Okay, thanks, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like our entire atmosphere is electrical, and I, I think there's a lot of electrical. Na- <laughs> what? Yeah, like there's, there's fucking voltage to the atmosphere, and it gets in. There's a positive charge that increases as you go up in altitude. Have you ever heard like electric universe here? Like everything is kind of energy, and everything's has an electric nature to it. Uh. Almost everything. A lot of things do. Yeah, there, there are things that don't. But, like, you know, in the air, yes, there are ionized particles that can carry an electrical charge or carry a current yeah. and uh, hold the charge. Which is um, how we get lightning. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I posted some pictures. Here's a golf yeah. course of a lightning strike and the pattern that it created. And this is just, like, a small lightning bolt. You know, just a regular lightning bolt striking the ground. You see, like, the... Uh, the no, a small one? That's really cool. How it's small? Just, How do you? <laughs> well, you know, one that won't create a mountain range. Let's say that because that's where okay. I'm going. <laughs> so now look at these mountain range. This is a mountain range in Siberia. <laughs> the next picture I have. And you're seeing like a trend, right? Of like the same pattern appearing. Okay. And the next one's a topographical yep. map of the Grand Canyon. Compare that to this guy's back who got struck by lightning. And it looks exactly the fucking same okay 
So where are you going with this? So yeah, what's the theory behind this? Well, when I was talking about the millennial kingdom and how in Revelations it says that the kingdom that would be run by Jesus heading it would encompass the entire earth. It doesn't make a lot of sense since we discovered America in 1492, apparently, even though we discovered it with people already fucking here. Um, I think there was a civilized presence in North America. Going back to old uh, maps from the 17th century and 16th and 17th century show uh, the Tartarian Empire as owning what would be from like Denver all the way to San Francisco, like the entire Western half of North America. Um, so with the, the suggestion that, um, you know, the native American tribes and the Mesoamerican, uh, civilizations were not quote unquote civilized or however you're describing that. Yeah. I, I actually, I think that's all bullshit too. I think a lot of them were, were more civilized than we think. I think a lot of the native American tribes are wandering are like the remnants of some kind of, uh, massive dis- disaster like so so we already went through glo- what i'm hearing is that we already went through a global warming situation <laughs> a thousand years ago yeah yeah, <laughs> destroyed, yeah. Destroyed. now <laughs> now your response now this is making sense. highly advanced civilization destroyed oh. by their own hubris imagine this imagine this uh something happens and all the internet goes out and we lose like power what, like, what would America look like in 200 years if we lost the ability to generate, like, electricity for everybody and all of the internet went out? Eventually, uh, you'd have, like, nomadic tribes going around fucking, like, living off the... They know how to live off the land as they're warring with other small tribes of people as the cities are overgrown and put asunder by nature in a couple hundred years, you know, span. Why always tribes and not global communities? That's that's a weird uh, uh, assumption that that's you know where things trend towards. I don't think it would it would collapse that far either. Like <laughs> we've only had like a hundred years worth of like electricity used in commonly with the public. I'm talking about if there's a cataclysmic. So let, uh, let's say oh, let's, I'm trying okay. to think of like a modern day a, a science approved cataclysmic event that would like knock out all the internet. Let's say the volcano at Yellowstone explodes that they always talk about destroys a third of North America. All the power goes out. We have no way to like, you know, rebuild our infrastructure. Like there's no supply lines. Like if all your supply lines were cut off and your internet was cut off, like tomorrow, how quickly would it decay into nomad tribes? You know what I mean? Oh, like two hours. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I feel like some of the Native voice. American, yeah, I feel like some of the Native American tribes, if there were a cataclysmic event that wiped out these, the empire pre- presence that was here, I think there would that would explain how people could get to that state of building like you know longhouses and following herds of buffalo to stay alive and that kind of thing. Uh, okay. Are you with me here? See, yeah, I, I just don't agree with it. And I, I can bring it up the, the dispute now or later if you want to like kind of. No, no, go ahead. Deeper go ahead. into that issue. Well, it's like, okay, 
um, out of all of like the all the stories and all of the the art and the culture and the history of the Native Americans, like they never actually like made anything. Have you ever seen like an ancient like heard an ancient story, seen like a, a painting of like a Native American with a like a even a cart? Did they even come up with a wheel? Like I don't feel like they're like fractured out of a greater civilization. I feel like they were just disconnected so early. And then they didn't get any of the other, you know, innovations that took place on the other, like, half of the planet, right? Did they have carts? Did they Did they do that? Do you guys know? Uh, no idea. Question. I don't... <laughs> I, I mean, did you, they go invent south, the wheel? you go south a little bit and they have fucking, you know, pyramids that yeah. are fucking mind-blowing. Yeah, really. So, it's not like... Yeah, maybe some of the snow Indians that got up in, like, New York had... I mean, they had long houses that were pretty impressive and like okay. bows and like they used the bow and arrow. Yeah. Um, they fashioned some tools. Yeah. Yeah. Just not particular ones. <laughs> that's all that. That's where I was coming from it. Not. At, you yeah. Know, not as a, gotcha. a, a principal argument, but more of just like ha- how far did they progress? And I don't think that shows signs of being a fractured part of a greater civilization before them possibly but possibly given enough time because you're talking about the farther north they get the less technologically advanced they are if like if you notice once you get into mexico the farther you get from mexico the less of a of a the more nomadic of an empire yeah 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 they put all the resources towards just surviving in the those those environments um i'll also bother there's a there's a quora article which is why didn't Native Americans invent a wheel? <laughs> and it goes on for some explanation. Um, <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> I know this is a sidebar, but I really want to know what this Quora retard says. Like, I, the Quora people are so pretentious. He sounds, he sounds pretty smart to me. <laughs> now, most Native American societies lacked some of the things which made wheel part of the way we Sorry, uh, it was like a Don Pettitism, um, <laughs> which made which made wheel particularly useful for the Mesopotamians and Central Asians who eventually invented the wheel in the Old World. Um, one of them is beasts of burden, uh, blah blah blah. They had oxes and ho- oxen and horses, um, et cetera, et cetera. But there's there's uh, environmental issues aside. Wheels probably wouldn't have been that useful for them. Uh, any more than for people of Africa, East Asia, Australia. Um, okay, stop this, guys. Stop, <laughs> yeah. stop. Get it. But, so, <laughs> if your argument is the wheel isn't useful, stop. <laughs> That's fucking That's a terrible <laughs> argument. They didn't invent the wheel because they just had no use for it. Just, come on, guys. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, but wow, I can see okay. a situation where you can't. Okay, you're a nomadic tribe for a hundred years and you're lacking in enough supplies where you don't and like you start losing the some of those skills and like okay, we're out we're out chasing hordes of buffalo around with fucking teepees. Um and we just don't have the material to make useful wheels. Like well, I, I can't make a wheel out of this chunk of stone. It's not that useful going through a forest with bro- with a brook. You know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> I, I can't make a good enough one to be useful for what we're trying to do. That I can see, but not like uh, what this guy's saying, like a wheel wouldn't be useful at all. You know? Um, 
but anyways, let, we're, we're getting way off. I yeah, want to talk yeah, yeah. about why. Okay, so I, I, I've explained in the first Millennial Kingdom on how I take the Bible literally. Um, I didn't used to, but the more it, the more I find out shit where I think like the earth's blah, 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 firmament, all that, you know what I'm saying? I take it literally. So I'm going to, sh- I'm going to read a quote that would, I imagine if the th- start of the thousand year kingdom started this way, that where some of our topography possibly came from or how it was created in the first place. Here we go. Psalms 97, two through five. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his throne. A fire goeth before him and burneth up his enemies round about. His lightnings enlightened the world. The earth saw and trembled. The hills melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. And so... I just found it interesting that they talk about his lightnings that illuminate the whole earth. And then you take something fractally like a small lightning bolt that strikes us. When I say a small lightning bolt that strikes a golf course or, or a guy with fucking crazy Lichtenberg marks on his back, like scarring. And now imagine the ones from God as he destroys the world. Okay. Before the millennial kingdom. Which would have what would have happened right after the tribulation, so I've just kind of envisioning what that might look like, and then how it looks like our topography was made with electric charges that we can't conceive of, possibly. Wait, that that quote was uh, attributing the melting hills to God's presence, not the lightning. The lightning was just illuminating the earth. Don't even start with me right now. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying it's, a, it's another sentence. Like, yeah, but if his presence, if his presence includes fucking Thor lightning bolts or Zeus lightning bolts, this is why you grovel. Which was you one can't, sentence right I, I, before I think, it. I think the premise is like that: uh, mountains, even how mighty they are, are bowing down in this uh, physical way before the Lord. Like that's that sounds like the the intent here. It doesn't sound very literal to me, Josh. It doesn't sound very lightningy to me. <laughs> His lightnings illuminated the whole earth. Yeah. Imagine what kind of fucking lightning that is. Well, if it's a storm across okay. the whole globe, it's just a bunch of lightning everywhere. Normal sized lightning. <laughs> yes. If you have a thousand normal sized lightning bolts, you can illuminate approximately one whole earth. Okay, you're right. He's probably using normal lightning. As a fire goeth before him and burneth up his enemies round about. Then he was just like, oh, also, look at this. It's like fireworks. Okay. Yep, yeah, pretty much. So burn this, his enemies. So are you you suggesting that his enemies resided in this, this kingdom on the west coast of the United States? <laughs> no, the whole the whole world. There's, oh, okay. Our, all of our topography looks like that in the whole world. Well, yeah. I mean, do we have to get on to like how r- rain happens and then the water accumulates and then it's runs erosion, Aaron? Yeah, it's erosion in the path of least resistance, which is exactly how the the electricity makes that that burning um, that look through the wood. Uh, especially like that's what you're talking about was when you run a current yeah. through like a block of wood and you get that that burning pattern out of it. It doesn't. Well, a it doesn't 
um, burn like a, a huge crevice down in there. It doesn't like sink down into the wood very far. It's all very surface level. Um, but also, yeah, like it's doing that because it's trying to get from one nail to the other and it's, it's attempting to locate the path of least resistance all over the place at, at a single time. And so that's why it kind of frays out like that, that fractal pattern and water does the yes. same thing. Water also flows in the path of least resistance giving, when you look at it from a different perspective, you get that same pattern. That makes sense. Wait a second. <laughs> is Bob, go, ahead. go ahead. Does Bob believe electric universe theory? Because what he's, what he's describing right now is that the forces which govern water, uh, traditionally gravity in this situation, and the, for, the electromagnetic forces uh, involved with uh, the, the conducting of you know, electricity, of a current through these structures, is the same. Well... Josh, <laughs> I don't even—I don't even understand like how that is, like theoretically possible, but you know, that, so okay. I think the path of least resistance for two different forces is the yeah, same. but that, from I mean. two different yeah. perspectives as well. Exactly. So, like, why is gravity down? It doesn't matter in the situation because it's electric. Voila. Oh, I, I see totally what you're saying. Get, <laughs> it's, it's everything. Yeah. I totally get what you're saying. That completely reasonable it is except we get anomalies in nature that don't make a lot of sense for like oh it's just erosion that um they have to explain in like dumb ways where i feel like the explanation is even stupider like is is stupid but you have to accept it or else it defeats the purpose of some of your other explanations of like it's just erosion like uh here, here's a picture of it. Perfect example. It's like Devil's Monument or Devil's uh, Monument, I believe it's called in Wyoming, where they had to say that this is lava created this with those pillars, even though it never does that any other time. Like, you can't find examples. Oh, I've been of there. Yeah, and that's that. There's anomalies like that all over the earth that don't aren't explained by like erosion like there's not a river that carved that out there's not it's just like planted there like i think that's a crystallized like a like a plant of some sort like a there's a lot of fungus that actually have that formation that's like um not crystallized what's the fucking term petrified petrified yes i think it's like a petrified like gigantic fungus or plant which they People will tell you you're retarded for thinking that, but then they'll in the next breath say, and then also there were uh, 300 foot tall lizards. And you're like, okay. <laughs> so that existed, but not the big plants. Those are crazy. Okay. Yeah. This is just the chopped down stump of uh, Yggdrasil, the world tree. And this is, you know, when we lost, when we lost our connection with the gods. I mean, and maybe. Our, and our magic. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> Probably. Thanks, Bob. Oh, God. <laughs> Aaron, <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> Dude, I told you to take the Bible literally. Remember when fucking uh, Moses went and uh, the the Pharaoh cast snake and then God just had him cast bigger snake and it ate the fucking stab? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that was I a good he, bit. I thought he casted multiple snake. <laughs> but I, right. it's been they a while. He did multiple yeah. snake and he did one big snake that ate all the little snakes. <laughs> That's what it was. 
<laughs> snake level one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's no match for my level ten god snake. <laughs> but well, um I, I just think that there's anomalies that are worth looking at that don't aren't just explained by uh where not just explained by erosion and wind and just rivers running, where it could be explained by an instantaneous event. You could see if there was some cataclysmic event, you could see there being anomalies that wouldn't be explained by erosion. And I that's where I kind of get the feeling that there were there's things we don't know about like how this is all formed. They want to make it as mundane as possible, but I don't think the truth is as mundane as we've always been led to believe. I mean, the most cataclysmic I could I could ponder other than a hole in the ozone being ripped open and space flowing freely into our atmosphere. <laughs> uh, the only thing cataclysmic I can think of is, you know, like like a horrible, horrible earthquake where like, you know, tectonic plates like legitimately separate and, and things like that. You know what I mean? But it's like what what event? could cause this that that we have up on the screen here this devil's horn or whatever it's well, called that's what i'm that's why i i think that there was literally a the 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 judgment day pre-millennial kingdom like in the times of nero whenever that was maybe like 1300 years ago or whatever however long ago that is i could never i could never say when that is but like something like that was actually like a biblically catastrophic event that I can't imagine by just explained away by the fucking world we live in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm entertaining the idea. I'm not claiming to know any of this, but it just, the, but the anomalies aren't explained away by just uh, entropy to me. Well, yeah, I think something like this, like, no, I, I agree with you. I have no idea how this rock formation was was formed under what circumstances, whether it be <clears throat> whether it took place in like 10,000 years or like a week or something like that, that developed or it just by happens like just a coincidence that's all I'm saying. that it just came yeah. out of, you know, like, what, I have do, no what, idea. what do you think the chances are that that happened because of a volcano and it made that perfect structure? I, that's I not have fucking no, retarded. Yeah, I have it, no, no idea. but your gut instinct, your gut <laughs> instinct was that made by a volcano making that fucking structure with those perfectly cylindrical fucking rock formations. No. Yeah, right. No. Your gut reaction is that's fucking stupid, right? Yeah, but you know, maybe the rock formation came up from a volcano, and then see, that's the other thing. Like, how could like or an earthquake sh- shove the fucking land up like a thing like i still think it's made in a cataclysmic style event whether it's a fucking earthquake shoving a fucking huge piece of land and then a huge piece of rock up to the surface and then like erosion takes some of the dust around the outside of it and then it looks a little more like refined yeah something that's not just well the wind blew at the right angle for millions of years and then you have this giant monument that's a fucking anomaly just sitting there in the world. Uh, it doesn't. What if it's uh, like a giant meteorite? <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Can you kind of like see? like a splash shape. Yeah, because it, it kind of got burned up in the back tail, right? That looks more yeah. like 
a meteorite to me than anything. Like something very hot with a trail behind it and everything. No crater, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. That's that's yeah. still just entertaining the I want people to not to think that I'm right, but I want people to entertain speculating outside of what has been explained to us as as known because it's fucking the thing that they explain is definite, which is erosion, cre- erosion and wind created that. And then a, or a, a volcano erupted that made a formation that it never makes when we watch volcanoes erupt constantly all the time because mm-hmm. it kind of makes like a melty fucking obsidian fucking sludge mess that hardens. Not it doesn't make a big tower. It never has. We've never seen that happen. That sounds fucking retarded. Like, I just want people to entertain speculating on what they believe to be true to at least it ha- you have a chance of arriving at what's true then. Because just saying that, oh, it's explained for me, the end, you know, I, yeah, I found a, I found a path of like, you know, taking literal, taking Bible verses literally and going, hmm, maybe that did that. I'm not claiming to know it. Yeah. So with the, with some of this cataclysmic event stuff, is there a record of, um, you know, before some of these events, when, when these events may have taken place? to identify a different or lack of landmark for some of these situations or for like a you know melt mountains melting and creating the the shape and night you know iconic shape and um of what we see mountain ranges as being today is there has there ever been any human record of um you know mountain ranges of appearing any of mountain ranges being any different well of them being any different in the past or uh them like having or looking different Again, it's so hard when you start going how far back you're going because we don't have, even with our own timeline, we don't have records that are older, like written records. Once you get into BC, man, it gets real fucking sketchy with like what you actually have and what you can piece together. You're piecing together scraps. Um, There's. People underestimate how little information, how much physical information we actually have from like the past. Where it's it's a, it's the equivalent of when they find like the fucking bone fragment and they create a whole dinosaur out of it. That's the literature like equivalent of like, oh, we have this uh rewritten a billion times thing that we said was originally written in 2000 BC, but who the fuck knows because we don't have a we don't have a 4,000 year old copy. We have a thousand year old copy that they said was 3000 years old, but you can't prove it. And then we built a whole empire out of it. Like those no, are the, no, that's ki- one reason that's Sorry. one reason too, that the Bible is such a useful document and that like, it's, it's one of the most the oldest, most complete accounts, um, whether taken literally or not from, you know, the past 2000 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Where you actually have found some old ass shit, but who, you, Again, how we have we don't know how old that is other than like we like they like carbon date the paper. We know how fucking accurate that is. Like of what we can concretely say we know about the past is less than they lead you to believe because they always pretend that they can build a dinosaur out of a fucking molar fragment. And they do that with history, too. (laughs) Or a mountain out of a molehill, as it were. (laughs) I've never heard of that. <laughs> <Damn> it, <Bob. laughs> uh, and so 
this is how it ties into the post-millennial kingdom. Okay, so I just wanted to point out this about the topography and how I don't even think mundane things like how a canyon uh, is or how a mountain range is created makes a ton of sense with just erosion and wind. I think that there's enough anomalies in nature to show that something isn't right with that as the only explanation. It makes sense for like 90% of the land. Like, yeah, you have a canyon with a river running through it. Yeah, that river probably carved that shit out over a long period of time. That makes sense. But, like, some of it doesn't. Um, And ignoring those anomalies because it threatens the what we know to be true and then refusing to speculate it and, that, and to going as far to say, tell somebody they're retarded for speculating on it, I think is fucking asinine. Um, so then what in the millennial king, in the revel in revelations, when the millennial kingdom ends, what happens in revelations? What it is, is the Jesus and the resurrected go away. It doesn't even say where they go. It just says they leave and let Satan out for a short season for a little season. I think we're in that now why I think they're in that. Um, I think there was all these structures, these cathedrals I was talking about that were constructed during that time. Um, then when they leave, literally Satan takes over and starts destroying a lot of that, changing a lot of the meanings of it, usurping a lot of it where you get, uh, we're, it's pretty hard to to look at like the Catholic Church now, even though I think a lot of the infrastructure was built by with righteous means or whatever. I think that it's hard to look at them and say, "Oh yeah, that's definitely not a just a satanic uh, child raping cult." Like it's it's hard not to come to that conclusion when you start looking at it. like they're they seem like if uh, Satan found an empty cathedral, what kind of church he would start? Like, in my opinion. Um, what a and now altar it, for sacrificing. If Satan yeah. found an empty church, that's pretty good. <laughs> it would become the Vatican of yeah. a thousand yeah. percent with serpent cathedral and all. With yeah, like the but but my uh, church history classes have taught me in um you know, in very plain words that the church used to be corrupt. You know back. 500 600 years ago when, when the they built all the beautiful shit influence really it's but, uh, isn't that weird yeah, it used yeah, to be nowadays, evil super fixed when they were building the most beautiful buildings you've ever seen evil when they yep. were raping children and hiding it and made a concerted organized effort to hide it good <laughs> that's that's what we're taught well i who's teaching that though i mean let's be real the church yeah <laughs> what and your public school system. <laughs> that, true, 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 true. Yeah, it's not. It's not yeah, like officially evaluate my morality here. It's not officially being taught by the church. I'm I'm debunking you right now. <laughs> yeah, it's implied. Yeah, there you go. Let's just do it behind closed doors. We used to be evil and suppress all the peasants, but that was then. It's very similar to your government education of. Yes. Yeah, the CIA used to do bad things in the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s. But but now we clean that all up. We don't do that anymore. But in 20 years, we'll talk about all the bad shit we did now. Well, yeah, the Catholic <laughs> Church, just like the CIA. Time travelers had, or something? 
They, they had sweeping reforms, policy changes, lawsuits. People were held accountable for the things that both the church and the CIA did. Yeah, the Catholic just... Institute of America. Yeah. You guys not watch Humans of CIA? They're like uh, <laughs> gay and trans and black now. They're good guys. They're righteous. Fucking saints, yeah. my book. <laughs> so that's how it appears to me. It seems like if Satan found an empty cathedral. Now, I know we've gone over this a little bit with the World Fair shit and whatever. I'm not going to harp on that. But I believe that there were structures in America that weren't built by the people that were gold prospecting in 1849. Um, I think that we're already here. And I would like to read some of an account of a newspaper from 1858. So a year after they're done building palaces in San Francisco, when a bunch of fucking gold miners uh, with panning for gold built palaces in San Francisco, we'll go to uh, read a read a newspaper from 1858, the Clearfield PA, the Rothsman's Journal. Wait, actually, they have the volume here, too. Volume four, number 20. I wonder what they call the child of a Rothsman. What's that? I wonder what they call the child of a Rothsman. Go on. you Dumb joke. That was a pretty good joke. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) It was funnier the second time you said it. (laughs) I didn't hear it. My bad. Jesus. I'm always so dialed in. I actually, I miss Josh's jokes the most. It's the worst because... He had well, some doozies you, in the last one. I, yeah, I, don't, I remember listening back and thinking, God damn, those are some good, good ass lines, Josh. <laughs> Bring in the funny. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Get on with whatever Rossman has to say. <laughs> so here's, yeah, so here's an excerpt from this uh, newspaper. Strange as it may appear, America abounds in antiquities. Weird. 1858. I mean, fucking how many antiquities? So extensive, so beautiful and majestic as to rival those of Thebes or Nineveh. Ruins of ancient cities of immense extent, fortifications, mounds and pyramids, temples with walls built with built of hewn stone showing a refined taste in architecture and adorned with human figures beautifully executed. Weird. Wait, he's talking about north of Mexico? He's talking about both, Are yes. He, okay. he, he does talk about, like, Mexico as well. Okay. But he is talking about north of Mexico. Um, anyway, sorry. And adorned with human figures, beautifully executed, large altars ornamented with hieroglyphics, probably giving a record of those who reared them, but which no man has been able to decipher. Remains of ancient palaces with beautiful specimens of sculpture and painting with many other marks of ancient greatness. These prove to us that this is not a new world, but that of a powerful empire existed at a very remote period of time, teeming with population, highly skilled in arts, and in a state of civilization far beyond anything we have been led to conceive of the Aborigines previous to the discovery of the continent by Europeans. The the antiquities of America extend from the eastern shores of Maine and Massachusetts to the Pacific and from the Great Lakes and British Dominions to Peru and La Plata in South America. In fact, throughout the extent of both continents. And so he goes on to just talk about like 
I mean, you know, I'm not going to bore you and read the whole damn thing, but um, he talks about just artwork that they found that was adorned in gold and silver, like unearthed in, in New York that wasn't just apparently not just longhouse Indians. You know, it wasn't just that they're finding this shit in 1858. He taught, he talks about specific shit that they found in different places. Uh, talking about huge, a uh, huge fort in Missouri with like a cathedral. He goes on. Yeah, he mentions I that. I read part of a book about that. So that that's a thing that's uh, at least more documented now. But all this other stuff is uh, is a shock to me. Well, yeah. What it's other, something worth looking into. What other Sorry. antiquities were in like South America in particular? Well, when he talks about South America, he's talking about like the Aztec temples and shit a lot. Mm, um, okay. Because he's talking about uh, where does he mention specifically? Um, Puebla, Mexico, the largest pyramid in the world, that of Kalula near Puebla. It covers forty-four acres and is two hundred feet high. On its summit was a temple, and in the interior has been discovered a vault roofed with beams of wood containing skeletons and idols. Several smaller pyramids surround this larger one. It appears to have been formed by cutting a hill into an artificial shape. So they cut the hill into the pyramids. Its dimensions are immense, being nearly three miles in circumference and about 400 feet high. Um, God damn. And so, yeah, it's, that's talking about shit like that. See, Europeans, look at what uh, magnificent, magnificent structures you can build without slave labor. Ha! <laughs> because slavery was European invention. Yes. <laughs> I got, yeah, I got it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so like okay it's just so so people don't think you're just talking about aztec temples similar ruins appear in the state of missouri on the south side of the missouri river in the western portion of the state is an enclosure of some 500 acres which includes the ruins of a building uh no doubt an ancient tower with walls over 100 feet high and 80 feet wide at the base attached to which are a redoubt and a citadel with work Sorry, some of this is faded because it's fucking old as shit. With work... M- workmanch? I don't know. Resembling the structure of a tower in Europe. But it is in this... Uh, but, okay, so yeah, that was a Missouri one. Um, is this is in 1858? Was that when you said this uh, paper was from? Yes. And he's talking wow, about like ruins they found in recently. Missouri. What's that? I, I feel like that was... Um... Whatchamacallit? The, like the the book that I was reading on on it was from a year ago. And uh, I, I feel like a lot of that, you know, early like pre-Native American and other structures like that in, in North America or in, in you know the United States region at least has more been a area of recent interest. And uh I wasn't aware that like, yeah, all all the awareness went back 150 years. Yeah, people have really started realizing we're being lied to about everything in the last four years and uh and stopped following just public education that was handed to us by uh, oil barons in the early 1900s. Um, so it's actually gotten a rediscovery of some of our curiosity, which people will tell me I'm retarded for because I'm speculating on things. But <laughs> I think you're retarded if you don't. <laughs> I think speculating incorrectly is so much more valuable than refusing to speculate on stuff i think just believing just well, i was taught that 
I never looked into it, but I believe it. That makes me smart is way worse than speculating wildly incorrectly. Yeah, like my my speculation uh, each week after the new episode of Game of Thrones was that the show was going to end on a good season, uh, despite all evidence to the contrary. Honestly, thinking about what might happen is better for your brain than being like, oh, yeah, no, great. I'm... Danny saved all the brown people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that's that's like actually made the show good. Is yeah, that uh, that sort of conversation existed that prompted um, you know fan theories and speculation and shit. But yeah, that's uh, jokes aside. I I do entirely agree that actually having curiosity and asking questions about things and speculating about you know possible answers to these questions is a good way to go about history. Well, especially something with a bajillion gaps in it. History. Yeah, exactly. It has like a million gaps and you we don't know all of them. And so uh, I have a video of just some things of how America looked. So this guy's talking about shit in 1858 that doesn't sound like anything you've been taught about, right? Oh, yeah. No. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. you Because we didn't start building shit here like that until... The 1600s, around that time, yeah, 1700s, yeah. and we weren't building, we weren't building hundred foot fucking stone walls that uh, no one talked about. You know what I mean? In Missouri, I, I heard about this city that had over a hundred teepees in it. One of them, one of them was like twenty five feet tall. Yeah, Unfortunately, that exactly. was all wood. Yeah, that was all wood and high. And yeah. Let's see. Whatever they found in Missouri was so fucking mind-blowing that the Mormons think the Garden of Eden was there. Like, <laughs> that probably wasn't for no reason. They probably didn't just go, uh, Jackson County, Missouri. Yeah, that that's it. That's the Garden of Eden. Bye. We're going to Utah. <laughs> but we don't know because we don't have a lot of these fucking records. And, and a lot of this shit gets conspiracy theory and never throw it away um but yeah pull up the video bob and share that with us of what uh go ahead and full screen that for us too so yeah. we can look at it sorry so sorry we're gonna just be watching this on mute and talking about it but like here are pictures from night the 1900 and then now so these are all pictures taken around 1900. There's Amsterdam in the Netherlands, and look at this. That that looks like a, it looks like a fantasy novel. It doesn't even look real. Yeah, it, it looks. And so then the same splendid. site. Yeah, looks like fucking garbage. Oh yeah, it's some modern at Essen, art. Germany. Look at this cathedral. <laughs> this, or it. I don't even think it's a cathedral. It might just be like a fucking uh a station of some sort like a oh, like a train station or not yeah it's probably yeah. a train station yeah they used to make train What's stations now? like that a giant mall <laughs> complex with a fucking mcdonald's in the front <laughs> mind you all of this was built without power tools and without technology ironic that the golden ironic that the golden arches are replacing literal golden arches <laughs> yeah um Go next. Go to the next next uh, slides of, of what we got here. Oh, Baltimore, eighteen eighty. You know what's funny is every American major city 
there is some kind of citywide fire that fucking annihilates the city between like 1880 and 1910. And it's replaced with dog shit. That's weirdly convenient, too, because that's uh, kind of around when they were introducing widespread access to electricity and circuitry into these buildings. So, like, they'd have to rebuild a lot of it anyways. It's it's hard to retrofit. Well, actually, they do it in Europe all the time. It's hard to retrofit um, <laughs> historic buildings with uh, modern, uh, you know, modern infrastructure and uh, appliances and shit. No, Apparently, it, yeah. It's, it's harder to retrofit them with that than it is to actually build palaces with pickaxes and fucking bearded gold prospectors. Well, yeah, you just hire, you just get a bunch more slaves to do the work, and easy peasy. You don't need power tools. That's basically <laughs> the work to effort ratio. That's how it plays out. But it, you can see in this picture all of the power lines going through, and the power lines are man. You have, you don't even see this stuff in like Tokyo anymore. But like the power lines, it's just like a row of of wires coming out of the entire pole, like all the way up the pole. There's wires coming out of it every like four inches. Yeah. It's like how many birds got electrocuted. Just yeah, that's a fucking fire hazard. And it's like all direct current, too. (laughs) (laughs) So keep just go ahead and play the video because it's going to show some of these cities in the aftermath of these fires. Oh, there's Boston. That that's that's normal, right? Why would they tear that down? That has to be made out of stone. That that has to be. Temporary. It's, it's made it to be temporary, to Bob. Everything that, in 1880 to 1920 was temporary. Obviously, temporary. Temporary building of Buffalo. Obviously, <laughs> don't you know anymore? Bu- no. A fire burned it down, Josh. Duh. This one mostly looks of of wood. That was Buffalo. That was yeah. fucking Buffalo. Look at the, that. The last two of them were. This one was are insane. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like the capital of an of a of a fantasy. Some realm. kind of it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like where the emperor, like the good emperor, sits in like the never-ending story, not in real life. Buffalo, New York, shitty ass, cold Buffalo, New York. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> That's what everyone in the whole fucking world knows that city for. Is it Chicago. snows a lot and it sucks? Now this is. This is beautiful here. Chicago, 19 or 1890. Well, that's just, well, it's fair. Uh, well, Bob, Wait, no, that- that's just the temporary building that was the most voluminous building on Earth. Okay, yeah. that was very temporary. Not, Don't worry about that. That's just Wait, when was the juice. World's Fair again? That was 1893. Um, it was a year late for the 400-year anniversary of Columbus. Oh, okay. Columbus. So uh, that, that, this wouldn't have been 1890 because it wasn't built yet. It would have been yeah. uh, like 1892. 1892. They, they, yeah. yeah. They, oh, or 93. They even. mislabeled it. Yeah, they did. Unless they lied about the construction schedule. Well, then also <laughs> this all just this all just burned down conveniently like every fucking city in America. All these amazing buildings burned down. Anything that didn't burn down. How do you accidentally burn this down, by the way? Look, this is Detroit. Look at this fucking look at this. That's Detroit. That looks like a king. That looks like it should be like the king of England lives there. Looks like a like a Florence or um whatchamacallit. God, I wish we had buildings like this still. Oh my god. Doesn't that look beautiful? 
Milwaukee, United States, 1890. Oh, Jesus. Okay. And so now looking at these, what I see now that I look at the Bible literally is I see a concerted effort by literally Satan and his, the fucking evil ass people that hate you to destroy the beautiful, replace it with tall rectangles that make you want to kill yourself and disconnect you from God so that you think that wind caused everything and that you're a speck of dust on a spinny space ball so that you're constantly nihilistic and suicidal. This is because Newark. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Newark. This looks like <laughs> the fucking like, like a straight up Excalibur style like castle in the middle of Newark. Newark, not New York. Yeah, the the new, the shitty New Jersey. Shitty yeah. part of New yep. Jersey. Well, excuse me, one of the parts. And it um, looks like fucking King Arthur sits there and rents out hotel rooms. Yeah, that, that looks like it's uh, it should be adjacent to Westminster Abbey or something. Yeah. Oh my God. What are the chances? Okay, what are the chances that this all gets torn down or burned down in every city in America by accident? Well, no, they're doing All it on purpose. They're doing it on purpose because they hate themselves and they hate everyone else because they're government employees. I know. <laughs> they are definitely doing it on purpose though. Yeah. Like I know there's a joke in there of how bad like the government employees are and stuff, but this is there is a concerted effort to destroy this. That's wow. in Ottawa. How Look is at this, that. Wait, is this not still standing? Nope. Wow. Aaron, I'd, I'd like you to know if that I found myself in an empty cathedral, I would immediately burn it down. Yeah. Now just think what someone actually malicious might do. Start lighting stone on fire. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How are, this is that's, all getting um, destroyed on purpose. Your your history. It's it's to a point where it doesn't make sense rationally. If you live in a, in a secular world, if your worldview is a secular one, it doesn't make any sense to destroy this. That's something to like rival, like Notre Dame or Notre Dame, like, you know, like, to, oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. To destroy this shit on purpose is like actual spiritual warfare <laughs> on your mind. It's the I, only I rational yeah. explanation I have. Yes. Okay. So there are like, I, I've seen this before, like city council members, actually, they, they have a list of approved or they have a list of designs for new projects going up in their city and they have to approve it. And they have like some, some modern art piece of trash submitted to them. And then they have something that's like neoclassical or art deco and they're on like the historical committee for whatever like county or city that they're in. And they choose the modern art. They choose to like demolish old, old buildings because it's, you know, they probably don't want to spend the money to retrofit, but then they refuse to design something classical again, something that actually looks yes. decent. And like they, they okay. actively, people are in this mindset actively doing this today. Why do you think they got that way? That's where I'd like to take this conversation. Where do you, why do you think, how do you think it gets to where a city council is destroying this, the most beautiful world ever fucking created? Look at Sioux City. Where the I don't even know where the fuck it's Sioux City is. Look at this thing. Is that, it's uh, amazing. That 
Sioux Falls, South Dakota, or is that a different city? Uh, I have no idea. Sioux City. This looks like a Russian palace. Yeah. All built by fucking the the uh, Civil War survivors. If you believe history. St. Louis. Holy shit, dude. This looks like something straight out of Rome. Yeah. So what what's the the premise behind why all of these uh, you know gorgeous buildings were constructed in the first place? Why what was the um In America? Do you want to yeah. know the official story every time? Between 1840 and 1880, a random guy would show up and then it was just built in 3 years. That's the history on every single one of these. Wait, what, were these like all the same architect or something? No, or but they always like have obvious? some guy that just de- oh, this was de- de- this was designed by Jacques Louis uh, Semenier, and he was a French architect that just showed up and built it. And don't worry about the funding or who approved it. Out of space it, in France, it was just three years, and it was done. The same buildings in in the same exact buildings in Europe. Since we have we don't have a uh, uh, seventeen seventy six start date. Uh, those took 400 years, but these ones in America that are the same extravagance took two to three, no problem. And while we also can't recreate them and we never do, and we could, we could recreate them, but we just don't do it for no reason. Uh, they're probably like not energy efficient, efficient, hard to insulate or something. You know, I, I think the cube, uh, the, the perfectly flat face side building lets in less energy from the sun yeah the nihilism death cube that just goes straight up into the area yeah, no those are great we build those non-stop i was reading this book and i think uh i think what we should really move towards is uh is building giant pyramids instead of uh giant cubes oh what was the book uh you know 1984 so anyways I, hold on i want to get the conversation back though i want to ask you guys i want to bob you specifically right now how do you think, as a society, you go from this to city council members going, yeah, burn it down and put in this uh, statue of a vagina eating a, e- eating a penis uh, in its modern art? Like, how do you think you get from the, to that? Because I think I have an answer, but I want to know what, like, how you think it gets that bad. I I have no idea. It like I would assume it's like a, something to do with like postmodernism, but all these when they started burning them down and and rebuilding them to whatever the fuck they started to build it, it was a little late for that or a little too early for it in the timeline, right? But those really don't kind of mesh well with when that kind of came about and when I'm more talking about in a philosophical sense. Yeah, not I don't even know. like a specific yeah. I don't know. So like, I honestly don't know. Honestly, that's where I was. I was like, how I don't understand how you get there. Like how you get to that point as a society where you're that degraded. Yeah. And what it really boils down to and why I fucking take the Bible literally and why I actually believe we're in the little season in Revelations and why I think that the millennial kingdom actually happened is because this shit we're looking at is literally inconceivable right now. Like. You think it is because you're not thinking about it. Like yeah. it makes sense because they just said, "Well, people did it back then, and there was a lot of slaves, and that it's just like ah, that checks out." You don't think about it for a second, but you look at what we're capable of now and what we did to the whole fucking world. The whole world was gorgeous, like to an extent that we can't even fucking imagine. And 
the saddest part is that we think we're the advanced ones. We think that. We're in the dark ages now. That didn't happen. That's now. That's right this second is the dark ages. And how that fucking happens is we're literally having a spiritual war being waged on us because the Bible is actually literal. Satan, there actually is a demon that hates you that is creating the world you're currently in, and he's about 200 years into the process. And he's destroying the beautiful and replacing it with the nihilistic. It's to make you want to fucking kill yourself. It's literally sin. It, it, it gets built. He sets the plan in motion, and then we perpetuate it with our own, with sin, literally. The reason that you build a rectangle is because of the money. What is money? Money isn't even real. So for a fucking fake concept that we came up with, that is literally just a, a it's an imaginary note so that you can give somebody a command of give me that. It's, it's, it's one command to give me that. It's here's money. Give me sex. Here's money. Do fucking print my shit at the print. Hey, here, Aaron, here's money. Fix my fucking printer so I can get more money to tell more people how to do shit. And it's out of sloth and greed and lust. And it's all the, it's actually sin that fucking degrades these people to the point where they have no spiritual connection with anything outside themselves. And you end up with just a whole nation of fucking McDonald's where absolute art and beauty used to reside. And that's why I believe this. And I don't care if I'm specifically right about the details. I'll keep getting closer to them as I speculate. But really start looking at the fucking world, like not you specifically that I'm shouting at, but just people in general. Start looking at the world through the lens of like sin, because that's what's fucking like. Think about the seven deadly sins and which ones are affecting you the most. And that's why your life is fucking shit. And and stop thinking that you're a, a an evolved monkey because evolution's fucking horse shit. And I promise you, we don't live on a spinny rock. The reason that you can perpetuate a lie is because everybody is in a world where they think the most advanced we've ever been is because we can see naked girls on a fucking internet machine and replace this fucking gourd, these gorgeous structures with that, with technology, with be with laziness, with sloth, with greed, with lust, with all of it. That's what happened. And it happened because there's a guy at the helm that fucking hates you. And it's like really obvious. I agree. Let's go back to the days where <laughs> all of our naked women were these beautifully cast bronze statues, bronze and marble sculptures. Yes. Where we celebrated the human form and, it, and yeah. And it actually wasn't an airbrushed uh, model in a fucking magazine. <laughs> so the 13 year old girl would want to blow her brains out because she could never achieve that. Yeah, you're right. I do agree with you, though, Aaron. Uh, the city council does hate you. They do want you dead. <laughs> they do want you to kill yourself. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I don't know if, if, if it's 100% accurate, but I understand what you're saying. And I think on like a philosophical level, you're right. The, there's... there's uh, yeah, People I'm obviously not right about the details. Like, <laughs> no one just fucking nailed it. You know what I yeah. mean? We're all wrong about all the details. Uh, yeah. Just so you know, all of us are fucking way off on the details. 
But I mean, like from a philosophical perspective, I do agree that like they're there to to bring you down. They're there to uh, kind of incentivize you not to to get up and do it yourself. They're there to get up and tell you that, you know, it's like, oh, well, you're never going to go anywhere. You're never going to accomplish this and all these other things. And that alone, like, you know, these modern art buildings start becoming appealing to to someone like that. Someone who's who's so like down the rabbit hole of uh, nihilism, I guess. Yeah. It, it, they got you to hate yourself and you don't even realize that you hate yourself. Yeah. It's fucking perfect. <laughs> that's why the that's why the space lie is so perfect. It gets you to fucking think that there's no point to anything. And when you do that, all you do is chase your desires for this flicker of time that you exist. It's fucking perfect. I mean, there's it, still, there's still a point to uh building rocket ships and going up into space because landing on the moon is Without a doubt, without argument, the greatest achievement in all of human history. No, you're right, Josh, because everything you've ever imagined is out in space because it's infinite. And guess yeah, what? Well, we, we've like you'll never Earth at this point. Don't worry. Well, get don't worry, Josh, because you'll never get to go. But don't <laughs> worry. Imagine that everything out there, everything you could ever imagine. There's space civilizations that are fucking utopias. Nope they've everything, all they've all died from climate they, change. <laughs> everything you could ever imagine don't know bob don't worry if it's not in this universe we have a multiverse that you'll also never fucking experience everything you could ever imagine is out there and you can't have any of it also when you die nothing happens you're a fucking (laughs) speck of dust enjoy your fucking life like that's how they do it Maybe God's real chosen people are somewhere out there, out there in space, and he he's just abandoned us. Because astrophysicists love telling you you're just a speck of space dust, just like everyone else. <laughs> oh, that's the best part. He hasn't abandoned you. Like that shit that he talks about, where final judgment, that's coming too. Like it is, and it's not just sit there and do nothing. Because guess what? He doesn't want to hang out with those people either. God's not hanging out with the lady. It's like, oh, Jesus saves. Now I'm going to go be shitty to everybody. But nor do I even believe uh, just uh, that's another conversation for another day. But it's there's a literal there's literal spiritual warfare being waged on you at all times. And when you start looking at it through that lens, everything makes way more sense, because if you live in a secular world, this doesn't make sense. All the cities in America just burned down in a 40-year span and we replaced it with uh, slave cubicles. Doesn't make sense as like an accident. It's it's very on purpose. Yeah. And it's done by people that fucking hate you. So do you have a gun to the head question for, for us on this one? Or is it just some gravy? Um... Just go for some gravy on this one. Let's just go for a random one. Let's go. uh, Gun to your head. Uh, The reason that we have all of our uh, 40 story uh, slave cubicle boxes uh, in all the cities and replace all this is because fires burned all of them down randomly. That that makes. (laughs) Yeah, do you think that happened, guys, in every major city in America? 
I, I, I fucking dare you to go find a building like that, which there's few of them still left, but not many. Go find one and just go throw some Molotov cocktail. Try to burn it down. See how well, far you Well, get. that's because the one remaining building from the Chicago World's Fair was specifically designed to be fireproof for insurance yeah. reasons. Oh, well, yeah. And they've been hence forth retrofitted with fire sprinkler systems, obviously. Come on, Aaron. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, that's the best part about looking at all these ones from the different cities. It's like, okay, fine. Chicago World's Fair, I'll give you it. They made it out of jute. It was all fucking fake. It's all big facade. Every city in America had that. No, no, they I didn't. I mean, the, the World's Fair one is like a particular thing. You can get away with saying that was Jew because it's like there is like this paper trail or bread, like bread trail of them. You it's know, the most documented version yeah. of it so that you can apply it in your head yeah. to every no, other building like you, that and not think about it. you can't apply it to every other building, though, because it was just that one event that took place there and that was it. Well, there's the Buffalo World's Fair, too. And then people are like, that was just one event. And then... The San Francisco World Fair, that was just one event. Yeah, but Don't did they destroy all of all of those buildings in, in Buffalo? We had a World Fair, and then shortly after, the city burned down every time. Don't worry about it. Well, you know, they just installed the direct current electricity lines for the first time, too. <laughs> and they look rad. They look way better than anything we got now. But, but yeah. uh, what about the situation where, you know, like, there have been multiple fires and uh, disasters that have nearly destroyed the Notre Dame in the last couple of years? Uh, the, 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 the cathedral. One. So, uh, you mean two, the one uh, time they fires, let mass right? immigration in, all of a sudden their cathedral burned? Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Whoa, survived no, fucking um, 500 years, couldn't survive one fucking wave of diversity. <laughs> well, it, it did survive <laughs> but, it. It didn't like crumble to the ground either. Like, oh, they had to replace the roof. Sure, it did. And they're going to replace it with something just as beautiful, not with dog shit yeah. that makes you want to kill yourself. No, that, that's my point with that is specifically that they're going through great lengths and pains to, you know, renovate it, recreate it in its original image. Why wouldn't that happen with these these Canadian castles and palaces and estates that just weren't uh, that just had a little bit of fire damage? Like what 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 happened that they just tore them down instead of doing anything to? Were they even like being used for anything at the time, or were they just empty and like it doesn't matter if they tear them down? Like what? What's the context here, man? Like I, I'm the saying I'm on board. Is with what that. I'm telling you that yeah. there's a spiritual war on your fucking soul that by somebody that fucking hates your guts. That's what that is, and he's tearing down what was built by his rival. That's what's happening. I I agree with that. I I don't agree with the the other gun gun of the head scenario that you proposed earlier. <laughs> what? Which the, one was that? The, the all all these buildings just burning down at the same time, and you know that's I but, that was a joke. No, yeah, I I understand that's fucking that. retarded. But but what do you what do you not agree with then? That that you think it's on purpose? No, I'm saying that there is. I, I wouldn't call it like a spiritual war, but you can just if you understand it better that way. A concerted effort. Yeah, a concerted to effort break, to, to destroy yeah, these to make you nihilistic as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And you can see that everywhere, especially like ev ever since the 90s. I, I was just reading an article trying to find a science discovers for tonight, and they were talking about well, like, psychology can't explain why uh suicide rates like skyrocketed starting in the like the early 1990s and i was like well i can give you a couple hints <laughs> like jesus christ <laughs> it's like it it just it just keeps going up and up and up you know so i agree I with this like a hint that psychology is a useless science but let's go, let's go what were you saying bob 
No, uh, like I do agree with like the, the warfare to, to make everyone more nihilistic. Uh, generally, I, I generally agree with that statement. Yeah. I, a quick other question for then we can then that'll be the end of this this section for it. But uh, what do you guys think about the 1858 newspaper talking about the antiquities of America, including uh, giant fucking, you know, forts and grounds in America that they don't know where they came from? Yeah, that was pretty Not interesting. Just the British built them in 1810. Oh, I, I need like, to find what some of the stuff they're talking about from like the east and west coast America are. So, you know, so some of the, I was familiar with the, the the structure in um in Missouri outside of St. Louis there, and like then of course going down into Mexico and South America, Central and South America, there's the the remains of the um, Aztec, Incan, and Mayan, and then the pre. Um, the civilizations before that, like the Otome building pyramids and stuff. But I'll like, try to find some yeah. more on the United States stuff specifically that he mentioned to see like what he's talking about uh, in that newspaper article and see if anybody else has like dug up specific shit that's not just colonial Europeans. Um, yeah. And then we'll look at that and see what what we think about it. But yeah, that's the that's uh, that's that. <laughs> so we have a scientist discover. Uh, first, we're gonna kick it off with. Yes, I didn't even know we had one of these. Holocaust. Auschwitz games. Nazis' longest-serving prisoner saw babies thrown in air and shot down in sick target practice in front of mothers. Oh my when he was God. at the selection, there was a woman carrying a baby, <laughs> says Marilyn, the recalling fuck? the moment that plagued her uncle's memories. I'll, I'll start to cry when I tell you this. The Nazi pointed the gun at the mother and told her to have the baby walk. The baby was six months old and obviously couldn't walk. He threw the baby in the air and he shot the baby. The Nazi said, if the baby can't walk, let it fly. Then he shot the mother. Oh my God. What does the comment have to do with killing the mother? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, uh, mouth off to him? I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. That is the dumbest. Okay, first of all, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever tried to like launch clay, clay pigeons to shoot with like a shotgun before, like by yourself. Yeah. It's you. It's oh, you're by, pretty. Oh, excuse me. Oh, if you're by yourself, like that shit's hard. Like they're also aerodynamic, and if you don't like get it just right, like it doesn't go very far, and it's hard to shoot it in time. It's like this guy picked up like uh, how how old was the baby? Seven month old. Six six months. Yeah. Six months. That's like several. Like it's like what like twenty pounds by now, and he's throwing it up into the air. Like yeah, right. Like shut no, the that's, fuck that's up. A, actually, that's a great point. Um, amateur strongman events like they have the. Uh, the the sandbags you like throw over the um over the but, poles yeah like, over the rungs yeah like you're throwing like you know ten twenty feet in the air um yeah but then I, you but do yeah. that one handed and then have a pistol or a shotgun in the other hand yeah no exactly <laughs> but I mean like for for amateur events it doesn't get like, they're doing stuff that's you know thirty and forty pounds sometimes because they have to throw it so far yeah now imagine doing that one handed uh without like you know being a, a 200 pound guy who lives every day and okay you're making a, you're making a good point yeah. not job. only that it's just so I think dumb. missing something from this article 
What? Uh, so they're talking about this Murray Scheinberg. Go up. Go no, scroll up to that picture, the top picture. Okay. Look at this skinny bitch that they're pretending is the Nazi that was doing this with those giant ass Eugene Levy eyebrows. Tell me that's not Scheinberg just in a Nazi uniform for the, to make up this article. Just <laughs> for a picture. Dude, that is not a German guy. That is just a Jewish guy pretending to be a Nazi for this no, shitty no, no. article. They, they, no, they say that is him. When he was in the, Wait, he was in the Polish him. army. Yeah, yeah. When he was in the Polish army, they said that is him. That's not a Nazi. Uh, he, that's him oh, in the okay, Polish right. army, yeah. Dude, the Polish army looks exactly like the Nazis. What the hell? They all look pretty similar. It's kind of like the World War One attire. Yeah. Like, they all look pretty similar. Oh, what was God. all these? Why are there so many Jews posing in front of the the gates for these photos too like they, all this is just reeks of just made up yeah <laughs> they're all just standing there like oh time for the sad photo op in front of the barbed wire smile and Wait, give a what thumbs did you up, just... everyone oh guys <laughs> what did you do in the concentration camp well we huddled by the barbed wire and looked forlorn out in the middle <laughs> distance that's what we did all day like come on i'm imagining like the american soldiers liberating the camps and they're like no no wait wait there we got to Yo, uh, Chris, the, the, with the camera, come take a picture. Yeah, I know you're starving to death, but get together for the group photo okay. quick. It'll be another another thirty seconds. Come on. Yeah, then help us build this chim this fake chimney for the the fake crematorium uh, in uh, Auschwitz. There. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, wow. Good old tales nice. from the Holocaust. All right. The old Nazi shot put baby shooting game. <laughs> the, the shot put trap combination event yeah <laughs> they were trying to turn yeah. it into a sport it just never caught on <laughs> dude w- next time w- we need to do that sometime uh is, is attempt to throw, Baby trap? throw up a 20 pound target oh and <laughs> no. then shoot it throw up a 20 pound target and then shoot it yeah <laughs> You're, okay we'll do that at the next cabin definitely <laughs> yes perfect all right and to roll right over we have <laughs> You need to know what science discovered. You need to know today. Whether it's face or bones uncovered, it's definitely fake and gay. Scientists should report results with intellectual humility. And here's how. <laughs> I, I love this. So they didn't actually... They discovered not to be arrogant assholes for the first time. And uh, a, a, a science journalist has done us the favor of writing an article on how scientists can do this. They even, <laughs> uh, it's it's so bad. The article starts, this is the first paragraph. In the children's chapter book series, Zoe and Sassafras, <laughs> which is one of my own two kids adore, young Zoe has to work out how to save magical creatures with mysterious injuries <laughs> and ailments. <laughs> All right, so... How do you okay. how do you think this this article progresses? <laughs> She's already I okay getting you ready to I, think like a child. <laughs> it's literally going to talk down to you like you're a child about how scientists need to, even though they're smarter and better than you, to pretend that they aren't in the most like <laughs> fucking pretentious way possible. That's what I imagine. They're actually, I think they're catching on to people getting upset with science because you can see like consecutive articles 
that say like a uh, eggs uh, eggs are healthy for you and reduce your risk of like diabetes. And then the next day you see an article that says uh, a new study suggests that eating eggs every day increase your risk of diabetes. You know, like the the complete opposite. They can't nail it down. And I think they're starting to realize that people don't want to put up with this anymore. And they're politely asking scientists to be like well here here are some of the problems in the study and here are some things why it might not be right rather than being like this is a hundred percent right not even cause or correlation it's causation this is affecting your health you know what i mean that's kind of like the premise but it's really interesting because they go in they're like well the reason why they write uh um their papers like this uh is because it was like this huge angle on how to attract a journalist article. Basically they're like, they're writing their abstracts and their entire research papers for journalists. So they know that it'll get picked up and they'll get more funding. So it's like, yeah, of course they're, they're obviously the journalist here is, is not, she will refuse to take credibility or credit for like the, what they've done to the scientific community, basically. Well, it's not what they've done. I mean, it isn't. I mean, I get, I get what you're saying, but yeah, it's uh, it's a journalist admitting that scientists are intellectually dishonest for grant money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that well, it's saying something stupid when they have their dumb catchphrases like "trust the science," and then you read back-to-back articles with the science being completely opposite of one another. That's fucking impossible to do, and everyone's seeing how stupid it is. So she brings up the the failure, uh, the reproduction failure of most research articles and stuff like that. And they go into a little bit of why. It goes, because scientists' career often hinge on publishing research paper in top-tier journals, uh, they say they feel pressure to exaggerate their findings. Scientists might hype the uh, novelty of a study, tinker with stats, or obscure uncertainties in the data gloss over failed experiments or imply that theoretical resort results are closer to real life applications than they actually are. So, which, which is funny too, because you know, if journalists actually had like the right mind or anything like that, or the people in this journal, they should be catching these things. Right. Yeah. If they actually read, if they read the papers that they're citing uh, with, with any level of, you know, intellectual or yeah critical reading capability i they thought you were yeah, gonna say the word journalistic integrity <laughs> I was about what's to that fucking slap you well they're, they're talking about <laughs> they're talking about journals so like having like a scientific paper published in like a science journal not journalists so oh, okay. they're all okay. being peer reviewed by everyone else in the field but all of these other people in the field they're not double checking the experiment uh, the experiments are often uh, they have informa- uh, information left out of the papers, which is I, I found that very interesting, too, because I've come across that in uh, climate science uh, research papers. You can't find like the methods that they use and like all like the, the intricate details and stuff like that. They just omit it. They don't they don't give it to you. So so some of that is um, I, I don't know if I'd called like a proprietary but that, that type of attitude for, for a lot of engineering papers they're, they're not going to include like the, the raw data sets and oftentimes for equations they intentionally they have intentional typos in some equations so you don't just like copy directly what they're doing like I, i've you know going through papers i've you know, found a number of those typos and saw seen uh you know how those equations actually work and there's there's a 
um, it's not always just a you know lack of uh, lack of editorial process. Or I mean, a, a, you know, I understand there. I understand that, but to if, if you're saying that the the temperature of of said city has been like dramatically increasing over like said years, and you go, oh well, look, I took the temperature. In the city every single day. Well, if the city is New York City, where are you doing it in New York City? What time of oh, day yeah. are you taking the temperature? You know, where is the, ther- the the thermometer you're taking it with? What type of environment and everything like that? Like those type of details are omitted from the the methods and procedures used to actually oh, that's accurately like, that's not conduct. A study going ex- a- yeah, it's like- not an experiment at all. <laughs> well, what, if this is supposedly peer reviewed? Leaving out the method for proprietary proprietary reasons is the same as saying, "Just trust me, bro." Yeah, you can't have science if you don't don't deliver those details. Science cannot function yeah, without like, those details. Oh, okay, then th- oh, it's proprietary. Then keep it to your fucking self because it's not science. Then yeah, because if we can't question what you're saying and your source is literally trust me, bro, then it's not science. Yeah. And then she very condescendingly like breaks down <laughs> how a paper should be like how a research paper should be set up and then goes into each like detail. Like she breaks it down into the title and abstract, the introduction. Researchers should refrain from exaggerating how much of their findings advance current knowledge. It's like she's just giving advice on like how to like editorialize each section of the paper. It's it's really bad. But this is. The part of the methods is the one that really like struck out for me because I've been linked so many uh, climate change research papers before. And the only thing that you're able to see online, like without like having access to those journals, is just the abstract. I'm like, okay, well, I can't can't do anything with this. I'm not I'm not just going to trust you, bro. (laughs) Like, I would love to see the data. Where's the data? Where's the method? You know, how did you test this? Like, I need to know every fucking detail before I can like you know, uh, put my skin into the game with trying to back this up with my credibility or opinion at all. Like at or, all. or do science, which yeah. would be to question every fucking thing that they did and see if you can poke holes in it, which is what science is. Yeah. Poking holes in other people's science. Exactly. Until you can't poke holes in it anymore. And then it becomes a law. So I think this might be a, a boiling point for the scientific community. We've talked before about the failure to reproduce in all of the scientific fields, more some than others, but all of them. It's pervasive in every single one of them. And people have been noticing this for years and it's only getting worse and people are losing more trust. And as we lose more trust, all we hear is believe the science, bro. You have to believe the science. And there's no more science left in there. Like it's just blind loyalty. It's not a boiling point, though. What, what they'll do is they'll get lawmakers to make it illegal to not trust them. Yeah. So it's illegal to not trust the science. And now you, ha- uh, you have to go to jail if you question the science. Well, yeah, I think they're going with persuasion before brute force on this one. <laughs> they're trying to persuade scientists to be like, hey, get your shit together because people are starting to like catch on to your fuckery, you know, <laughs> your Jew tactic. It's not at a boiling point, though. The water is <laughs> yeah. not even that hot yet. No, don't worry. It'll get it'll get worse. All right. OK. Yeah. Also, the, the replication crisis is uh, really a thing from 10 years ago. That's where it, it kind of hit its uh, hit its peak. So, oh, really? That's. Yeah, the, the trends have kind of only, you know, gone towards further blind trust in science since is probably not a good sign. Like, d- definitely in the last, you know, year and a half of the whole pandemic situation, 
and the the trust the science and people having up in their yards the uh yes we trust the science black lives matter whatever those those rainbow signs um they like there's it's been a lot more in your face and people are a lot more frustrated with it so that it's tip certain people over but i i don't know if a a boiling point or an actual you know shift is it's uh, not gonna be fixed yeah it's not a point no i I didn't i didn't reference a boiling point uh, in regards to people acknowledging that there's a problem and then going around and fixing it uh oh no i know that I meant the boiling point is when we end up like those fucking Native Americans and we're building longhouses and they're like, why the fuck don't they have wheels? And we're like, we don't need them. We need to be on the run from the CIA as quick as fucking possible. We're following the buffalo. <laughs> wheel, the wheel is a CIA psyop. We'll, we'll fly in cars in the future, so we won't need wheels. Oh, yeah. Any day now, we'll have those fucking they just, hoverboards. Yeah, they just won't be useful anymore. <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> that's it. I think that fucking wraps it up yep. for Millennial Kingdom Part 2. I know it was a little bit convoluted for how that ties into Millennial Kingdom, but i that's kind of where I'm at. I like how you wrapped it all up. It, it started off shaky with like the uh, striations or the fractals from in the wood well, and I just the rivers. To show, but... like, yeah, I just want to talk about like speculating on multiple different things and why it's important. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. But, yeah. Catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good night. Whatever. Fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat. Don't tell me you don't like my show. You've got mail. What the fuck?